Welcome to the Red Cloud Research Roundup, hosted by Red Cloud Financial Services. It is July 10th. Vancouver-based uranium company NextGen Energy has been making waves in the uranium space. The Red Cloud Research team has deemed it quite a compelling story having initiated coverage last week. Managing Director and Head of Equity Research David Talbot is here today to provide details on the exciting news. Rounding out the episode, mining analyst Timothy Lee is here to provide details on Titan Minerals' recent resource estimate and drilling results. So with that, David, what's top of mind for you? Thank you for that introduction, and welcome to episode 47 of Red Cloud Security's Research Roundup podcast. I am David Talbot, Managing Director and Head of Research. And Tim and I are pleased to join you today as part of an ongoing series of discussions with the Red Cloud Research team. Now, last week, we initiated coverage of NextGen Energy with a buy rating and $10 per share target price. This is a company that I've covered almost continuously since before Discovery in 2014. And I've visited site about six or seven times. Now, NextGen is not a banking client of Red Cloud, and neither Red Cloud nor I own the stock. But NextGen owns the Rook One property, which is a world-class pre-construction stage project and home to the Aero Deposit, which is the world's largest undeveloped uranium deposit, and we believe that's the best uranium deposit on the planet. We do believe that NextGen's strong management team is also well-positioned to advance Aero towards production. And there are nine reasons why we really like this stock. First of all, this is a Tier 1 jurisdiction. The Athabasca Basin has a long history of production. This is the only ultra-high-grade uranium jurisdiction and home to many of the largest uranium deposits in the world. Saskatchewan was ranked third best jurisdiction for mining investment attractiveness in 2022. NextGen holds 200,000 hectares of land, including the feasibility stage aero deposit, which is being permitted and developed along the prolific Patterson Lake Corridor, or PLC. Second robust economics. Aero deposit is a large tonnage, high-grade basement-hosted deposit with 337 million pounds in resources and 240 million pounds in reserves, and a high-grade core of 162 million pounds at 17% U308. The deposit remains open in several directions and on several shears. Lots of room to grow it, but that is best done by drilling from underground, and they will get to that later. Average annual production is estimated at almost 22 million pounds per year over almost 11 years, including 29 million pounds average over the first five years. The mine is in process of being permitted for 24 years with the expectation that resource conversion and ongoing resource growth will extend the life of mine. A low operating cost profile, just north of five bucks a pound, provides for an after-tax MPV at 8% of 3.5 billion and an IRR of 52%. Three, Aero occurs within preferred basement hosted setting, which is exactly what we want. It is below the unconformity, and these rocks are competent and conducive for low cost bulk mining and conventional uranium processing. The deposit is stable, and this allows flex in production volumes, consistent grades, and predictable supply. Four, permits and license are pending. The Draft Environmental Impact Statement, or EIS, is approved, and NextGen has received its federal and provincial technical and public comments. Final EIS submission is due shortly, and we anticipate approvals perhaps later this year. Five, ESG is a focus. Its tailing management facility design is best in class. 
Initiatives and partnerships with local communities include four impact benefit agreements and support for local businesses. Six, well-funded with $136 million in cash. Most recently, it established an at-the-money equity program to offer and sell up to $250 million in common shares. Seven, initial site and camp work has begun. They are improving roads, installing bridges, doubling the size of the camp, and preparing the two shaft areas for construction. What they are already approved to do is prepare for the shaft sinking. They can drill about 59 freeze holes to freeze the sand and softer sandstone in the area that they're going to work. Now this freezing is only temporary. It allows them to construct in loose, softer, wet material. But once the concrete shafts and head frames are in place, they don't need any more freezing, unlike some of those other unconformity deposits. 8. NextGen owns 50% stake in ISO Energy. An ISO owns a significant portfolio of exploration projects in the Athabasca Basin. Its Larock East project hosts the 51.3 million pound hurricane zone, and that is the highest grade uranium deposit in the world at 19.6%. 48.6 million pounds of that is indicated at a grade of 34.5%. Nine, exploration again is in vogue. After several years of delineation drilling at Arrow, early stage discovery drilling is underway at SW1, 2, and 3. Athabasca Basin deposits often occur in clusters. We already have Arrow, Triple R, Spitfire, JR Zone, and about half a dozen of other zones in the western Athabasca. And the search is on for other big deposits. So our $10 target is really derived using a DCF analysis for RIC-1 and then adding the 50% equity interest in ISO energy and we make adjustments for pretty much everything else. We also apply a target multiple of 0.95 times to our NAV per share of $10.40. Major catalyst coming up in 2023, submission of the EIS, feed studies, pre-construction site work, regional exploration, and hopefully permits and project financing. Overall, we believe that Aero can fill the void in the supply gap. There aren't that many large uranium development projects in the global pipeline, and Aero would be the largest, ultimately having potential to become the world's largest uranium producing mine. Production is forecast to begin in 2027 with almost 29 million pounds annually of production early in mine life anticipated. Conventional mining and milling are aided by high grades, few deleterious elements, and it lends itself to robust economics. They have not started to arrange offtakes. They want to be entirely exposed to spot market prices, which are anticipated to rise. Management likes to highlight that rising uranium prices could make NextGen a top 10 mining company by cash flow. But the market just doesn't give NextGen the same recognition as more established mining companies. ESG is more than a catchphrase for NextGen. It plans to develop Aero using elite environmental standards such as its innovative underground tailings management facility. It has four IBAs signed with local indigenous groups and actively works with these communities, which amongst other things, will help the locals set up businesses to support the mining and other industries. NextGen is being recognized by ESG funds and $1 billion in debt has been expressed to NextGen based on its ESG characteristics. Meanwhile, it's closing in on final approvals of its federal and provincial permits and licenses. So let's leave it at that. We do like NextGen, and this is a great time to buy. Tim, what do you have for us today? Thanks, David. This week, Titan Minerals Limited reported drilling results and a mineral resource estimate 
for its 100% owned Dynasty Gold Silver project in Ecuador. Titan is TTM on the ASX. We have a buy rating and a 30 cent Australian target price. Earlier in the week, Titan reported drilling results from the Cerro Verde prospect at Dynasty. The results are from seven holes, with three testing the Breccia Comanche zone and four at the Calaman target. The three holes at Breccia Comanche tested depth extensions of known veins, which start from near or at surface. These all successfully encountered multiple gold-silver veins, 120 to 150 meters below previous drilling. The veins have now been drilled to a depth of up to 350 meters. Highlights include 10.84 grams a ton gold and 25.22 grams a ton silver over 6.95 meters, including 20.53 grams a ton gold and 43.09 grams a ton silver over 3.4 meters. Meanwhile, the four holes at the Kalaman target were drilled primarily to test for porphyry mineralization. While some porphyry was encountered, the holes did successfully hit epithermal gold-silver veins near surface, with grades ranging from 1.5 to 3.9 grams a ton gold over widths of 2.4 to 6.6 meters. Assays are pending for four additional holes at the Kalaman target, and one hole is also being completed to test for connections between the two targets. Subsequently, Titan announced results of the initial JORC-compliant mineral resource estimate for the Dynasty project. At a cutoff grade of 0.5 grams a ton gold, that estimate contains 43.5 million tons grading 2.23 grams a ton gold and 15.7 grams a ton silver for 3.4 million ounces of gold equivalent. Just over 40% of the resources in the indicated category with the remainder in the inferred. This represents a 46% increase in total contained ounces versus the historic resource estimate. The resource contains a significant higher grade component. Using a higher cutoff grade of 2 grams a ton, the resource still contains over 2 million ounces gold and 13 million ounces of silver at 3.77 grams a ton gold and 24 grams a ton silver. The mineralization starts from at or near surface, and it is at open pitable depths. 84% of the indicated and 64% of the inferred resources are within 160 meters of surface. The resource is hosted within four prospects along a 9-kilometer-long by 2-kilometer-wide corridor of intermediate sulfidation epithermal mineralization. The resource is wide open for expansion, both along strike and at depth. The system remains largely untested below 200 meters depth. The drilling results announced earlier in the week demonstrated that mineralization continues at a depth of at least 350 meters in the Breccia Comanche area, and other areas have yet to be drilled at depth. As well, there are gaps between several of the resource areas due to a lack of drilling, notably between the Iguana, Trapachio, and Papaval prospects. Trapachio and Papaval have high-grade veins, but they currently represent relatively small portions of the resource. Both have seen limited drilling and are open for expansion. In our opinion, this is an important, positive milestone for Titan. The resource for Dynasty represents a significant increase in tonnage and contained metal versus the historic estimate, and it remains wide open for expansion. With the mineralization contained near surface and an average grade of about 2.5 grams a ton gold equivalent, 
Dynasty is an appealing, high-grade, open-pitable project. Thanks for listening to the Red Cloud Research Roundup podcast. We hope you enjoyed this dive into recent notable mining news. Remember, you can join us every Monday for new episodes. And as always, you can head over to redcloudsecurities.com to access our research portal, to read full disclosures, and to sign up to our email list. That's it for this episode, and see you next time.